Hi there, Julie Oliver here. I created this podcast in hopes that by sharing what God is speaking into my life, it'd be a catalyst for whatever he's doing in yours. So wherever you are, know that we're in this together because God has a wonderful life waiting on every one of us. From the beginning, God has dreamed of and desired family. When God created the earth and humanity, he wasn't just thinking about today or just Adam and Eve and their day to day, but he was thinking about their children, their children's children, generations and eternity in mind. I think it's so interesting how God made sure genealogies, generational history was in the Bible. The word generation is actually mentioned over 50 times throughout scripture and multiple times we see the promises of his love, faithfulness, blessings and covenant, quote, extend from generation to generation. So it makes me think that not only are we, when we serve God, serving an an eternal kingdom purpose, but also serving the next generation that's to enter the kingdom on earth after us. Why? What do I mean by that? I believe that God has called us to things. Has I believe that God has called us to things that won't just affect our today and things that we'll see in in our lifetime or even immediate fruit from. But He's called us to sow spiritual seed that people will never meet will reap the benefits from. So I want to tell you a story. There was a family who lived in a small country town in the 1940s. The dad was a sharecropper and the mom helped raise the kids, a boy and a girl. They weren't really a church-going family, but they decided, you know what, we'll try it out. They didn't have a lot, but they put on their Sunday best, which doubled as their work clothes. So the dad, in his overalls, brought the church or brought the family down to the church, got settled in the pews, and and waited for whatever they thought was going to happen there. Right? He felt a tap on his shoulder. He turned around. It's an usher from the church saying, "Hey, you're not really dressed properly for this church, so we're going to have to ask you to leave." And obviously he was embarrassed and and offended and furious. And he gets up and he swears that he'll never step foot inside of a church again. Rightfully so, right? Fast forward, some time goes by. The dad's at work in the field and the mom is at home with the kids. And here's a knock on the door. She opens it up and it's a Sunday school director from another church in town inviting them to a prayer and healing service that night. Little did he know is that the son in that family had been born with one of his eyes blind and so the mom, with a glimpse of hope, says, you know what, I'm going to sneak the kids out of the house. I'm going to go do this just to try it. She goes, the son gets prayed for, and he gets healed. His eye is opened up, and as a result, the mom gives her life to Christ. So does the son and the daughter. So now they have to go tell the dad who has such hate and bitterness and hurt against the church. So they walk home. The dad's waiting in the living room. He's you know, angry, where have you been? He finds out he's even more furious and right before he's about to explode, she says, wait, 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 look at your son. Look what happened. His eye got healed. And he looks at him and in that moment, he just broke down when he realized that God is good. God loves my family enough to do this. And in that moment, he gave his life to Christ too in that night. And that man, the dad, is my great-grandfather. The boy who got healed is my papa who grew up to be a missionary to the South Pacific with his his wife, my Nana, for many years. And then my dad, their son, grew up to be a pastor. And it just makes me so thankful and really puts it into perspective about how one moment, one decision to say yes, to go and knock on the door, has changed history. Because my grandfather taught at a Bible school and, you know, had many spiritual sons and daughters and brothers and sisters who have now planted churches all over the world. 
as well as my dad has done the same thing. And now I'm past the baton of this, of being third generation in ministry of, whoa, this is way bigger than just these three generations. There is a huge population of people who are now serving Christ, who've grown up around the knowledge of God because of that Sunday school director having the courage to go invite this family to church and having the faith to pray for healing over them. And it just makes me put in perspective about, whew, wait, the call of God in our life is way bigger than just us, right? Proverbs 13.22 says, A good man leaves an inheritance to his children's children, and the wealth of the sinner is stored up for the righteous. This isn't just talking about money, but blessing, spiritual inheritance, giftings, things learned, testimonies, knowledge of God that's passed down. And I love how Bill Johnson puts this. He says, if I have a dream that ends with me, it's not a God dream. You know, because when God calls us, he has a greater purpose that my life can't contain by itself. Right now, you might be like Abraham, first in line with this covenant. Get excited for the spiritual wealth that you get from Father God and for your lifetime that you get to pass down to your biological and spiritual children. Don't feel this thing of loneliness if you're even the one in your immediate family who's the only one serving the Lord. Understand that there is so much in heaven stored up for you and so much planned for your life that God wants to make you like Abraham. He wants to make you the father of many, meaning that as you serve him, as you say yes, as you live your life in simple obedience to the word of God and to Christ, that there is going to be a family tree of people who come to know God for who he really is because of him working in your life. So get excited. Or you may be like me in the situation where you have generations of ministry behind you, got pastors in your family, and you might need to hear this. Just take the pressure off because God's dreams don't end with just you. So the weight comes off. If you don't hit every milestone that you want in your quote unquote ministry, The baton is still passed because it's God whose calling is on your life. The baton is still passed. Your job is just to say yes to Jesus and to steward what he's given to you, right? Not to say yes to a ministry position, right? Not to say yes to to go here or there or wherever because you feel like you should, but to go and do what God has called you to do whatever that looks like, whatever it looks like, just say yes to Jesus or just say yes to Jesus. Understand that you could be the one who causes a turning point in a generation. The blessing of my family is due to God, but also merits reward to that man whose simple obedience, that Sunday school director, caused a wildfire of salvation and testimonies to this day. Because of his yes to God, because of his courage, I am here recording this podcast talking to you about the importance of your yes to God affects so much more than what we can see. Your life is not just for you and your dreams are not just for you, but they have an eternal purpose and God intends to bless generations through Jesus in your life. Whether you're in ministry, whether you're in business, entertainment, and in the home, wherever you are, God has people set up in your life that you're going to meet one day 
that you are gonna cause a turning point in them for generations and generations to be blessed because of that. So be encouraged, begin to dream again, get excited, have courage to do what God's called you to do because it's so important and it's so exciting. So thanks for giving me a couple minutes of your time today. I'll talk to you soon.